everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. I'm sure most of you are already on holiday mode. You're sitting at home with your family. Some of you have taken road trips and you are away with your loved ones and it has been great. I hope that it's going to be an amazing, amazing festive season. Well, this is my last day at work this year i am so excited i'm so excited and i'm also particularly excited because i am recording season two finale <laughs> i'm really so happy i've been looking forward to actually saying that this is the season finale so we are finally here and oh, oh my gosh what an amazing year it has been what an amazing season two that it has been i'm truly grateful once more to all my guests who allowed us to have content um, who allowed us to tap into their spaces and dig into their are their realities the things that they've gone through and all the lessons as well that we have learned from all of the stuff that they've been so free to open um, to us about so truly truly grateful so what's going to happen today is that I'm going to be doing a recap of all the episodes that we had um, in the season and then I'm going to get into today's episode which will feature myself <laughs> yeah of when life happened to me so um it was very interesting like when this idea came for the season i didn't expect it to take the trajectory that it took um i didn't even i didn't even know what was going on but it just shows you that look man with anything in life you just have to have an idea and then you put every single thing that you need to put to make it come to light. And so I'm very, very grateful that all my guests were able to make this thing possible for us. So we will start with the first one. We had our very first one published on the 16th of August. And the beautiful thing about this is that we started with a guest, Utembani, a good friend of mine. And we recorded this episode and published it two days before her birthday. Her birthday is on the 18th. So that was quite special because we had a little moment, a little happy birthday, you know, kind of vibe and stuff. And it was truly amazing. And Tamani took us through a time in her life when life happened. And what that entailed for her, the most difficult moment was when she lost her sister through a horrific car accident. Her sister was bent, was burned to death inside the car and leaving them to ashes, you know. And every time when I think about the story, I always just cringe because I cannot imagine how one survives knowing that their sister or their loved ones died in such a manner you know and it also reminds me that as we are in the festive season it is actually quite important that we become very kind to each other because some family members are not looking forward to having a festive season because it reminds them of a loved one that isn't there and i know how hard that is i remember when we lost our aunt oh my goodness so she passed away before her birthday so already on her birthday it was such a dark day like it was very painful because you know there'd be responses from her with every message that she would get from us her nieces and her nephews her sisters her children you know and for that year like it it must have been oh my goodness it was it was very it was very challenging and christmas as well because we would usually be together as much as we could as families and imagine like now that thing is not there and you are having to survive that you know but truly grateful to god that he carried her and her family he kept them together because you know they still have moments where they're sitting together and they still you know share beautiful and make beautiful memories um, you know, in, 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 in their sister's absence, no matter how difficult it was, but they were in a dark place and by God's grace, they were able to, to be brought into light. I'm sure it's still painful. I'm sure it's still hard, but, um, but they have survived it. You know, they've survived it. So yeah, it reminds me of a line that I always like to say that, um, now is not forever. You know, you could be in the fire of furnace right now because of the challenges that you're going through, but your now is not forever. You know what I mean? So we are, we truly thank God that he strengthened them. And, you know, I mean, she's still such a, um, a, a jolly, a bubbly, a funny, a very naughty friend. Uh, you know, we still have jokes that we, that we make and she's happy. She's, 
she's genuinely happy. I'm sure she has uh, bad days uh, that come, but um, but she's genuinely happy, and and I'm truly it's 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 amazing to see what God has done in her life, and um, yeah, and then we moved over to Nogulunga. Nogulunga is my naga from work. Uh, we met at work. Uh, such a beautiful and humble soul, an amazing musician. She has such a great voice. She speaks so softly, but just let her sing. And she spoke to us about how her character was um, somewhat assist. assist fascinated by somebody that she trusts she trusted dearly she had a child out of wadlock with someone that she had been in a relationship with and the moment when she had to give the information about you know she's pregnant and all of that stuff the father denied anything not necessarily denied but he just wasn't he didn't want to be a part of that experience and she's had to now find herself um as a single mom um she's had to find herself in this in this situation now where this guy doesn't even remember who she is and all this time we've built this life with this person and now this person is doesn't remember who i am like he's you know there's news about um you know she's trapping him and all of that stuff which 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 wasn't necessarily true but again we see how god restored her from that situation and um brought a lot of people that helped her to take care of of her son to take care of her she still has family she has friends she has help and all of that stuff you know and 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 she just had to go back to her to to who she is with god she just had to be reminded of you know who she who child she is and at the at the core of it all we are God's children you know and and in each moment and each trial that we come across and we experience we just have to remember who's we who's we are and who we belong to and then and then sort of like go back and start again you know because I'm sure there was a lot of shame a lot of guilt and 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 it takes you going back to the father to be made whole again he is very capable of putting us back together again you know so that's really what we learned from that story with Nogulunga. if you want to know more go and check out that episode and then we moved to tando dicky lady <laughs> oh tando it was such a pleasure to sit with her and to just yeah she's very wise i i love i love listening in on her you know and she's married has two kids but um she struggled with being too independent in her marriage and it almost cost her her marriage um it wasn't until i mean being independent is something that she was taught when she was young her father taught her to be responsible to take care of herself and all of that stuff and now she's coming to a point where now she had to rely on her husband um you know things change and she has to rely on her husband but uh pride just wouldn't let her you know and her husband even you know just suggested that this could be a pride issue and stuff you know so again we truly thank god for the partners that he's placed in our lives because marriage is like a training ground um there are certain things that you wouldn't ordinarily see about yourself um but somebody that's very close to you can see and point out you know so we're truly grateful that she was able to receive um that pointing out of that thing that happened and then took the necessary step to help her to become a better person so kudos to 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 her and we thank god again for exposing this thing because it isn't right it's not right to be prideful in any kind of relationship be it a friendship a marriage um relationship with your parents it doesn't help and god hates uh prideful people it honestly doesn't it doesn't it doesn't help anybody so yeah we are truly grateful that she came and she sat with us and she shared that experience with us and then the next episode was uh sinetemba yo yeah the biggest thing with sinetemba was that um she struggled to discern the guidance of the holy spirit that's where everything unfolded and literally it was bad decision after bad decisions she suffered from like depression she made bad choices she fell pregnant out of what log um had a guy also that she trusted who is like a like you know she was her dream man and then he just went and disappointed her you know and life happens like that sometimes like you can draw this entire picture with this entire human being but you find that 
at the back of their mind that's not really what they are about you know they're not being honest and they're not being true and i'm hoping that like i mean from these episodes like i mean in the narrative that we have so people are masked as things that they shouldn't be it's just it's really it's really so bad it honestly is really bad and for me i think it's very painful to pretend to be something that you're not um yo yeah i know it, it really hurts but in any case we are truly grateful that she came also and she sat with us and she shared with us if you want to know more please go back to her episode and listen to it there's some great gems that we got from all these episodes from this season and then we moved to our very first gentleman um sk gabini a young fella uh whew, a socialite a very um a bubbly personality or he's um he, like he's 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 very loud his personality is very loud but in all of that he struggled with societal internal economical and gender pressures and all of those things forced him to a decision and even an action to take his own life he literally went and took um you know alpirimi and some other things as well because he was really trying to exit out of the face of the earth things were too much for him the pressures were too much for him and it's so it's so amazing that when he spoke to us about this there was a couple of people that were were struggling with with similar things and when they when they listened to what he said they actually got encouraged to believe that look things are not always going to be like this you know it gave them hope so we're truly really grateful again for him to for coming and um making our podcast um have life and sharing some light as well or shedding some light as well with us as to what struggles do gents in society actually go through you know um you might look like you have it all together in society but in actual fact you also have like skeletons in your closet that you struggle with etc you know and so we are truly grateful that uh, sk came and he 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 brought to light some of those challenges that um that gents um, typically would go through. And the last uh, guest we had was Steve Brown. We had part one and part two with him. And uh, Steve Brown was just basically telling us about when life happened to him. And this is where he was a victim of gender imbalances. He was married and um, in his marriage, uh, they got a baby and then they divorced while the wife was still with child. And she just made things very difficult for him to be a present father freely. You know, there'd always be fights, cops were involved. The justice system wasn't necessarily on his, on his side, even to date, like he still hasn't uh, fixed things. He still hasn't, you know, he still doesn't have um, like proper access to his, to his daughter. And it's actually quite sad because that's typically what, um, I'd call it a woman scorned would do or a better, you know, partner would do to another one. Um, I want to hurt you with the worst kind of hurt in the world. And I make you just not enjoy being a parent to your child or I deny you access to your child and all of that. And it really is very painful. You know, uh, in, in, in the episode we had with Snetemba, she mentioned something very profound and I'm going to repeat it again. She said, we must learn to differentiate between the person's role as a parent and the person's role as a partner. The person can suck as a partner, but you don't have any right to them as a parent because they should be a parent to that child that came from the both of you. So we, we can't, it's, it, we shouldn't be denying each other of like, you know, being fathers and mothers and, and, and all of that. And it was so very painful what, um, some woman can get up to just to hurt uh, the father of, 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 of their kids. And I mean, unfortunately, at the end of the day, the child grows up and the child can see um, the truth about the situation. And we just hope that your child is not going to hurt, hate you um, forever denying them or forever separating them from their part from their parent you know so yeah all in all it's just it's 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 all about healing it's all about like whenever we are hurt by life's challenges the hurt could be brought by that person by the way but we need to heal so that we could be better for for ourselves we could be better for our children you know and everything because otherwise you know that line hurt people hurt people that that is what causes all these issues all these issues that we have currently in society so all in all in these episodes what i what i've appreciated is that they're all coming from 
different people and it's different experiences but all of these things what i what was very humbling for me was that god carried all of my guests um carried them through these things there are some people that would have would have gone through the exact same things but they are not okay they are still bitter they're still angry they are not sane etc etc but it took god's power to literally get these specific ones out of you know the, the that pit of darkness that they found themselves in and it will continue to be god who takes us through 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 these things it is literally by his grace that that we overcome you know that we we get to the other side that we can boldly you know uh, testify and 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 talk about our struggles um or and talk about how we we overcame our struggles you know we we are known that we are God's children through our testimonies and our testimonies speak to you know where we were and where we are right now you know so it can only be God's power that rescues us so i'm truly truly grateful and i'm hoping that somebody will be encouraged out there to realize that with everything that happens in life god is still in the business of rescuing us he's still in the business of saving us that's why he brought christ um the messiah in our midst who is our savior he still saves us even now it wasn't to be saved from our sins and our sicknesses and diseases even right now like in whatever it is that you are going through you are still in the business of being saved by god so yeah i just wanted to just close it off with that from all my guests and all of that summary and um yeah and then get into my story of when life happened to me <laughs> i'm hoping that i'll keep this very short because um you know i've played it over and over in my head and and i'm hoping that it's going to go by very quickly but in any case um this this is this is from my own personal experience and i'd say when i started the podcast like initially i wasn't working in corporate i had um like it had been a few months since i left uh corporate and i was focusing on my business and all of that jazz um but then covid came and this is a decision that my husband and i took and then covid came and my focus at that time was um small entities and when covid came and its strict uh, lockdown restrictions um it became very difficult for my clients to have business so a priority for an accountant or um a business advisor was really not a priority um and so we lost quite a, a significant number of clients i'd say even all of them okay and so you know have a conversation with him dumelo that is um and i'm just like yo man look it's getting real you know i think i need to I need to reevaluate my decisions and and yeah I know I know that we had decided that this is what we're going to do but given the um, the way things have uh, are um um covid wise I think it's best if we could actually if I could find a job right okay fine we played uh, with different scenarios and ultimately we decided that um this is what's going to happen and we are I'm going to look for a job and oh my goodness <laughs> Yo, I did not know what kind of a wilderness I was going to get myself into with that. It you know, you know you're thinking, yeah, you know I have experience. I've worked in this field and in that field. So, that's what I'm going to look for a job in. And you know, there's also like friends as well that you've spoken to. They know about your current situation and then they help you get jobs. Literally everybody's came through and was helping and i mean it took it took a year and a half for me to get a job now guys let me tell you in between that year and a half it was the most challenging <laughs> period of my life it was so challenging one you keep getting we regret to inform you right you keep getting unfortunately you keep getting all these things that are just not they just not coming to the party you know when now what you want is a job and you've decided that this is what I'm going for and you know and at that time one of the biggest things as well that I also wanted to touch on was just false doctrine like 
um, incorrect interpretation of scripture. Let me just put it like that. So at this one um, school that I went to, there was one book that we had to do as one of the modules in our curriculum. And um, there, there we were taught how we, we, we need to, you know, speak things into existence. And, you know, we were taught that whatever that we are praying for, whenever we pray for it, we must believe that we have received it and we shall have it, right? So it's taken from a scripture, like it's Mark 11, I'll never forget it. It's Mark 11, um, verses, I think 22 to 24, if I'm not mistaken. Um, that's where he talks about how you can say to this mountain, uh, you know, something, something in the mountain will just fall off into the ocean or something like that, right? So the way that scripture was taught was that whatever it is that you're praying for today, say for example, ESCOM load shading is scheduled for 10 to 12 p.m right and at 10 and 12 p.m i'm supposed to be I, I need to do something that requires electricity so if i say uh you know whatever prayer that i'm making let there be no load shedding i believe it right now and i believe that i've received it i should actually get that answer my the load shedding should not hit in my household for example so that's basically what the scripture was saying which wasn't necessarily true because if you think about it right i could ask for out of um I always struggle to pronounce this word out of covetousness um you know my love for other people's things i could ask for their things and this scripture means that i can believe that i have received it if i'm praying for it today on the 23rd of december i should believe that i've received it and that i, I, I will have it so at the end of, at the end of that prayer i must just keep thanking god that i've received it i've received it until it becomes something that i receive can you imagine how dangerous this is People can pray for people's partners. I can pray for, for somebody's partner. I can pray for somebody's a job. I can pray for somebody's house and believe that, like, what are the chances? God is a God of principles. There's no way that God will make. No, his blessings are without sorrow. And if I'm going to have to hurt somebody else to get something, that is not from God. That, that is definitely not from God, you know? So that is the scripture that I I followed. And I remember like Dumelo was saying, yeah, but we need to read that scripture in relation to other scriptures to see if there's a link, to see if there's like a theme, right? And what's consistent in the Bible is, is if something is according to God's will. If something is according to God's will, then you can expect to get it. But if it isn't according to God's will, then baby girl or baby boy, forget about it, you know? So I had to unlearn those things. And and every time when that, which I was praying for, like my CVs, I had a, a big uh, book or journal. I was writing all these things because they tell us to write it down, write the date when you prayed. That's the date to have received it. And then just thank God until you receive it, you know? And when we were taught this thing, you saw like practical examples of how this thing happened, you know, and, and I mean, they made it sure that it wasn't a coincidence. It literally was the manifestation of that, that scripture, right? But when you apply it in your life, it, it then ruins your faith when it doesn't uh, plan itself out the way it should. And, you know, when you question um, such things, you are told that your faith is lacking, you know and all of that stuff so it really was it really was um a very challenging a very a very challenging moment and then i had to start like understanding like this uh, the scripture and how it really works and and how we need to interpret scripture correctly if we want to apply it correctly um you know because it really needs to profit us scripture needs to teach us it needs to rebuke us and stuff and if it just is just crippling you and it's just not working out for you holistically then that means there's something wrong with the way you're interpreting it so that's one of the challenges that I've had to go through. Now that was in relation to me looking for a job. Okay. Now, because the struggle with a job, I think six months had already gone by and I wasn't getting anything like I'd had prom, I'd have promises and then they reshuffle, you know, like every single thing that you could possibly think of that could go wrong, preventing me from getting a job, you know? And then all of a sudden you start to think that maybe there's someone black magic who doesn't want you to progress in life and all of that. And every single day you wake up i did not look forward to waking up because waking up meant i have to look for a company online i have to submit my cv i have to believe that i 
I mean, you don't just submit CVs in GA. I mean, see, you look at the job spec, you look at the job description, you see that it matches your skill sets and your education uh, background and all of that. And then you apply. So I've become very hopeful, you know, right? Like hope doesn't disappoint. So I've become very hopeful that I'm going, oh my gosh, this one, it matches me 100%, wada, 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 wada. And then nothing happens. Sometimes they don't even respond to you. And sometimes it's, uh, we regret to inform you. Sometimes they call you for an interview, but on the day of the interview, Oh, you know, <laughs> I remember this one company, the day of the interview, nobody pitched, like it was supposed to be Zoom and stuff. And I, I, like at some point, you don't even want to share this, this with anybody. You don't even want to talk to anybody about this, you know, because I was so desperate. Like I, my family needed to get out of this, of the situation. And I saw myself as a hero. So the dangers of becoming a hero, right? Where you're not allowing God to be your savior. You want to be your savior. Cause I could see like my family was struggling. I wasn't bringing in the money anymore. And so some of the things, you know, we couldn't get and we couldn't experience and we couldn't do. And it didn't help that it was COVID lockdown. We we're all sitting at home. The bills had to be paid. That time, guys, I'm, I have headaches every day because my clients owe me. They're not paying. I should be using this money for electricity. I should be using this money for this. And it just wasn't coming together. I was... I was really in a dark place. I was, you know... And, 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 and then I decided to have a very smart idea that... Um, <laughs> That let's just you know let's just have a baby um uh, yeah i was telling i told i told my husband I'm like yeah man you know we're chilling covid and stuff right um i think we don't know how long it's gonna take how long covid is gonna be going on for so yeah let's just let's just do this and we spoke about it and it seemed like a plan um but i was honestly derailing i i i felt very tired of feeling like a zero in looking for a job and not getting one that i decided that falling pregnant would be would be an option and besides falling pregnant means i'm gonna have to take time off anyway you know being pregnant raising the child you know and and stuff so it's going to give me a break from my disappointment you know i really felt like i was a disappointment not like uh, man you know and you know like with such things you always think ah no one's gonna understand and you know and stuff and you don't really talk to people about it but yeah i just thought you know this is going to be a great project to get into and um <laughs> oh life guys life <laughs> life is hectic so uh why we had to talk about having a baby is because i was on birth control and so we had to get off it the first time um, before Tiam was born, I was on birth control. Um, this is because after I got married, I had bad acne. And um, after after that, yeah, so after we got married, I had to see a dermatologist. And there's this pill they call Oritane pill that you use. It clears you very quickly. It clears you off your, off your, off your acne, but you cannot have kids if you're using it because it affects the fetus and things like that and you might end up needing to go for an abortion because you know your baby's not going to be fully developed in all of those stories so i just continued like with that with that acne even after the acne i continued being on birth control because also like we weren't ready on having kids and the moment we decided that we think we're ready um literally took two months to to conceive so i'm expecting the same you know hey history repeating itself type of thing and let me tell you went off birth control it took about six months nothing was happening decided to go see my gynae gynae's checking everything is fine nothing is wrong with you um you know but like you probably stress and she explains the whole process um you know look at your husband's uh background he's an only child from his mother and then um you know look at look at look at there's a lot of factors that could that could affect your fertility but but yourself because you could see that i'm blaming myself i mean i'm already struggling to get a job so i'm the one that's struggling to get a child right so um every moment like when you go on your period it was the worst thing like i generally don't like being on my period i, I don't know if there's a if there's a lady that enjoys it please can you like explain how you get past it because oh my gosh I, I don't like being on my period i think it's just the the sight it just oh, the sight of blood is just yeah so imagine now now, when I'm expecting to not be on my period for like almost nine months because I should be pregnant and it's not working guys that was the most 
horrible i don't know why i allowed myself to get into that wilderness <laughs> that was that was the wilderness part two like 2.0 it, it was worse than than a child than than a job it really really was worse than a job and my plan like i said i was derailing from the from the the disappointment of not getting a job and we had ovulation an ovulation app um you know you start being sneaky now you have an ovulation app and then when you're ovulating that's the time that you want to actually be busy and be active um yo it was it was so horrible it was very horrible it didn't help also that um during that time i was given some hormone um something pills and um and, and 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 getting those pills i think might have caused bad acne to come back <laughs> i i i i i normally have um clear skin i'm 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 blessed with clear skin all my siblings we got it from my mom's side of the family and when that acne came i i, I oh man guys big nutty you know poo to on my face like it was yeah scrambled pop if, if you want to directly translate it um yeah it was bad my face every single day i had pimples all around fortunately we had masks so if i needed to go out and you know buy something i could hide but it made me feel so bad and everyone that sees me you know from my mother knowing and having experienced life um this is something called istrito right and istrito it's known mostly in the i, I don't know if it's known in the other uh, tribes but mostly in the zulu um and the zulu tribes in the zulu tribe um istrito is like it's like somebody is doing something to try and destroy something or clitor something which is you pouring out something um you're trying to basically destroy something you know so uh one of the things that people would explain because i went and i asked about it, i'm like what is this about so if somebody's trying to destroy something they may make your husband not like you not you you don't look attractive to him um you know and all of that jazz and and stuff obviously like with all these monstrous things on your face you are definitely not looking attractive to yourself you don't look attractive in the first place right and then um it's 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 so that things don't work out now everything is slanging everything is balancing now now i'm thinking you know maybe that's really what happened because i've been struggling to get a job all my clients have lost i'm struggling to get a baby and now this thing is happening you know so everyone starts to panic around me like my mom we are praying but we are panicking you know and and for the first time i i think i think i stopped I think I, I I think I stopped believing that God was enough for me. Um and it was the most heartbreaking thing because now I wanted to start adding other things to help me with the things that I wanted, you know? So for example, it's just I never got to bribe anyone for a job because I don't know anybody that I can that that has a job that I can, you know, that I would need to pay um, you know, to get me or to put my CV on top but i've heard that such things happen and that people have done it um i fortunately had friends that could just uh voluntarily take my cv and give it to their managers and then i would i'd be called in for interviews and all of that stuff so imagine somebody that didn't have those options that's really what you're going to do you're going to start putting in alternatives so i started to want to i was i was enticed you know to start putting in alternatives in order to get what i desperately wanted and i wasn't getting it and you know the the whole baby situation now you want to consider like um you know other options other options j like other options that could po possibly exist for you to get a child because i really i felt like i'm spiraling out of control like i could see that i'm just going to crash here i am literally literally going to crash and oh i couldn't recognize myself i couldn't like nothing was working out i wasn't happy i constantly was crying I, I didn't even want to share with my husband because I didn't want to stress him. Like he's working, he has a job, and you know, Napa, he's losing his friends and his colleagues. Like he had a, like a, I think about two colleagues uh, passed away, and 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 I mean, obviously he has to take over their job. Some of them left and they changed jobs and they went and they worked elsewhere, and he has to take over their job. So I understand his stress. I also have my stress. So let me not bombard him with my stress, Napa. 
still young so she was very she was quite needy it was exhausting to have to to take care of her when you are busy looking out for yourself i could like i didn't even know what mental illness looked like at that time but i know that i was really really struggling you know so yeah that that is that is really when life happened to me and 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 i remember i i spoke to my dad you know um i had been praying with my mom and 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 and, and i mean she knew everything that was happening in my life and i was praying and um oh man it was so bad it was really really bad you know watching your mom want something so bad for you and you are not getting it like in as much as she's a ma- she's a mother and she you know it's like she can handle it and stuff it sucks that her child is struggling so i like it was bad guys it was really it was really really bad it was I did not even want to go outside because I'm worried that people are going to see this failure of a human being. That time, people, whenever they had their issues and their struggles and they wanted to talk, they came talking. They came talking to me. They had their problems and we had to seek the Lord in prayer with my friends on their struggles. And and I just felt like... and 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 you see... You see the things that we are trusting in God for come to light. Other people, they were looking for jobs. After I've been, I had been looking for a job and they would get a job and I didn't. Others would fall pregnant. Let me tell you how many COVID babies were born, were, were conceived during COVID time, the exact time when I was hoping to get a baby, um, a second baby. And it, it, it was breaking me. I, I, I really, I really, I really was getting like wounded and heartbroken and all of that stuff. And I spoke to my dad. I decided he's, he's, he's divorced from this entire experience because my dad lives in Newcastle. So I like, I never really talked to him about like my challenges and stuff, you know, except if it's really, really bad because now I'm remembering my childhood and that whenever I'd speak to him, things would make sense, you know, but most of Kulile, you know, you sort of want to do things by yourself and you have a partner now, you know, and all of that. But I decided, and when I speak to my dad, that means it is absolutely desperation. It was like, it was bad. It was code red or code blue, the, the worst one, the worst code. And when I spoke to my dad, like he really said to me, Sissy, um, I can see Uguti, you know you are desperate and you know i get it i get where you're coming from and all of that stuff but just remember that we don't know enough if you are going to start including other things or adding other things that don't feel like godly like god things in your life you will have to spend the rest of your life regretting those decisions and you know the kind of person that you are when you have a lot of you you regret things a lot and um you you don't like to break the law you don't like to break principle and things like that so that's that's what my dad said just just trust in god we don't know what we don't know and we don't we cannot see enough like he, he actually said we don't know what could happen to you if you were to be pregnant right now given the fact that there's covid and he's saying this to me, I had lost a friend who, after giving birth, she passed away. And they said it was due to COVID complications. Actually, this happened after, no. So the, the, the passing away of a friend happened after I had the conversation with my dad. And he's like, you don't know what you don't know, Sisi. Nkulu, to him, he, he likes to remind us of this. A thousand years is a day to the Lord, right? He reminded me of that. It's like, you're talking, it's been months, you've been saying all of these things. But to God, it could be just three hours of a day or in a day. You have no idea what God has in store for you on the other side. Do not try, because of desperation, to lose who you are and lose what you believe in. Believe in God, because that's what you want. Focus on that. That makes sense to you, and it has been making sense to you. So just focus on that. God will never disappoint you. Don't try and force him to be the God you want him to be because otherwise why do you believe in him if 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 you can twist his arm to be what you want him to be and that's a very difficult deep conversation that got me out of the gutter that I had to have with my dad you know and I'm grateful to God that he used him to remind me of that of that of that reality you know that if you're a child of God for the long haul 
believe in God forever. Believe in him even when you don't want to believe in him. Because I thought God didn't love me. Like I will I will be honest. I, I thought that <laughs> my brother's God. Like I know that everyone is going through everything. But I'm also going through stuff, you know, and I'm a good person. You know, when you start to like think that you have it all together. I'm a good person. I do things the right way and 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 you know why can't I mean having a baby and procreation is one of the promises that he gave us that you know we must be united and then we must procreate and 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 so why what is this so difficult and he wants us to be wealthy why am i not getting a job you know like just questioning god on on those things and that conversation that i had with my dad reminded me that god is sovereign all by himself and if i trust in god i should trust that he literally has higher thoughts excuse me and higher ways for my life than i could ever have his ways and thoughts for us are much higher than our ways and our thoughts and we can never really fully know what God has in store, you know? And and he told me to just, my father that is, he told me to just not str- stress so much about the fact that I'm not having a child because it doesn't mean I cannot have a child. I already have Tiamo. And that was, that you have no idea how much that, that helped break the shell, the thick shell that I had already covered myself in. He helped me realize that I actually have a child, you know, it's not like I'm struggling. I know that other people struggle to even conceive that one child, but I, fortunately we have a child, you know, it might be the second one that we are struggling with, but it doesn't mean that we can't have children. It probably is just not the best time, or maybe it's not God's plan, you know, but whatever it is, I need to accept God's will. And I had to start doing that. That's what I did. I had to start. I, I, you know, I remember I was telling Dumel at some point, I'm like, I just really want to start salvation again. I don't want to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting, I don't know anything better. I don't want anything, but I don't want to lose my faith. But I don't, what I know, I want to, I want to unknow it so that I can learn new things about God that are right. The things that I've believed about God, I think I believed wrong things about him. You know, I believe that he's like a genie. Like when I rub him three times, he should be giving me what I want. And it's it's things that are in his will. He wants us to, to have children. He wants us to have jobs. He wants us to have good lives. How are we going to have a good life if we can't afford our lifestyle? How are we going to have a good life if we want children and we can't have them, you know? And, and I had to understand that God is God all by himself. He's sovereign all by himself. Doesn't matter what I want. If it isn't in his plan yet, or it isn't in his plan ever, he still, he should still be God. And I had to walk on the journey and see for myself if that's the kind of God that I want to be with, that, that I want to serve, that I want to believe in. And I must say that it has given me such freedom. There are things that I've asked for after that. And if I don't get it, it is what it is. And some things that I didn't even ask for that, that God has come through and has given me. Like, guys, the job that I have, <laughs> I got it end of last year and I had to start beginning of this year. It's been such an amazing job for me, to God be the glory. I did not even submit my CV before they found me. They went on my LinkedIn profile, they saw that I was a consultant and they were looking for somebody with my experience, with my educational background and 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 somebody who's a consultant because I'm going to be consulting and stuff like that, you know. It's something that I would I never thought I never imagined that there was a job like this. Fortunately, I, it's still with, you know, the company that I've always wanted to go back to. And 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 that's just how it worked out. And there's a lot of other things as well that, that God has just brought and put on a silver platter. I didn't even ask for it, but he just... He just gave me desires and those desires just unfolded and they just worked uh, for themselves. And, 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 and that's what I wanted to leave with you guys, you know, as we are coming to the end of this episode is that God knows what he's doing. (laughs) Oh man, I'm, I'm actually getting quite emotional, but God knows what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. He's the one that decided that we need to come here on this earth, um, there's nothing we did. There's nothing that our parents did for us to be here. Well, except, you know, for the biolo- the biological uh, aspect. But there's nothing that we can do um, to be here on earth except for God's mercy and grace and love. So he has a purpose for each and every one of us. Each and every one of us. It doesn't matter what you believe. 
in what you believe about yourself. God has a purpose for each and every one of us. And whether you think your life is a zero, I thought about that. I thought I was a zero at some point and for a very long time. God has a plan and a purpose. If you can just allow him to order your steps, he will order your steps. And God always comes to our rescue when we least expect it. So it isn't for us to be miserable. Imagine the time that I lost being miserable, being sad until I got what I wanted. Like, for example, the job. Imagine all of those days when I wasn't pleasant. Because obviously, like when you're struggling and you're stressing, you're not very pleasant around, you know, the people that you're with. Imagine that time. You could have destroyed an entire household. You could have destroyed friendships. You could have destroyed relationships because out of your desperation, you did not allow yourself to be content. You know, so I'm praying for divine containment to contentment to all of you. Um, that as you wait on whatever it is that you require from the Lord, um, whether it's healing, it's deliverance, whether it's a new job, whether it's a partner, it's a spouse, it's a loving husband, it's a loving wife, it's a child, whatever it is that God may give you divine contentment and that you might wait in him and allow him to give you a taste of who he is. You will see that he is good, you know, and God has all these great plans for us. Like when we started, I mean, with humanity in the garden of Eden and humanity is just wicked. There was all these other things that were put in place. There was judges, there was priests, there was prophets, there was this, there was this, there was this, but God always has a plan he always has a plan for each and every one of us, you know, and and he's always in the business of saving us. Um, our stories might be bad, they might be painful. To some of you, our stories may not even be as big as what you have gone through, but it is still something that was a challenge to me. God still has a plan for that. No matter how trivial one story, one, one might think another person's story is, God is in the business of still saving us. And just thinking about now as we are in the festive season and it's closer to Christmas, Christmas is not just about like what we've made it out to be. It's not about the carols. It's not about just the, the light, the lights. It's not about the food. It's not about just spending time with family. Christmas is about us remembering that we have a savior who abandoned his, 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 his responsibilities to come and live amongst human beings so that he can show us how much He's closer to us. I I am. There's a scripture that I I wish to read, and it's in Philippians uh, ch uh, chapter two, verses uh, seven, and it says, "Instead, Jesus he didn't um, he he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave or of a man, and was born as a human being when he appeared in human form." He humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on a cross. That's what Jesus did. Um, if we go to the Gospel of John, everything exists because of Christ and through Christ. The Gospel of John, the very famous chapter, chapter one, it says in the beginning, the word already existed. The word was with God and the word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him and nothing was created except through him. The word gave life to everything that exists and his life brought light to everyone. In verses 14, so the word became human and made his home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. That is what Christmas is about. Christmas is about remembering that we have a savior who came to live among us so that we can, we could have a model. We could have somebody to look up to. We could have somebody that we could depend on, somebody that could help us, somebody that could save us, somebody not that could save us, somebody that saves us. Somebody that helps us. Everything was created for him and through him. So even in the challenges that you're experiencing, the, 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 to overcome all of those things, it is through Christ. He is literally the glue that holds all things together. So Christmas should be about us remembering that savior that was born in a manger. Imagine that the humility that exists in him and all that is needed is for us to just believe. And every single thing that we have overcome, it literally is because of Christ. Over, overcoming situations is because Christ was right there in them. 
you know and so i just pray that we will just remember all of that um as we are celebrating and 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 and, and just it's just remember that as human beings we will always need to be saved because we're living in a world that's full of wickedness we're living in a world that's full of lawlessness we will constantly need to be saved and we can only be saved through Christ Jesus. He's the only one that can bring in salvation that's complete, salvation that's whole, salvation that is eternal. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm going to end it. I don't want to talk too much. I've already uh, spoken over what I wanted to, uh, the time that I wanted to spend. But yeah, um, guys, thank you so much for this year. There were great insights um, from our streaming platforms about how, how amazing the podcast is doing. And it is only because of you and your listens and your sharing the podcast with other people. Thank you so much for how we, we all came together to build the community. Um, thank you for your encouragement because some days were difficult for me to record an episode, but I'll have somebody that's been waiting for an episode reminding me to record and 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 thank you for your patience as well um thank you for uh, sitting through some episodes when there were like technical glitches i know we had a lot of instances with airplanes <laughs> oh gosh especially in some of the episodes it's just the area that we live in it it has a lot of airplanes that go past so um thank you for for making this year an amazing year for me as a podcast content creator um yeah but for your love for your shares for your stories and i pray that god will bless you exceedingly i pray that we may remember that we belong to god and that only he matters in our lives more than anything more than anyone let's keep our eyes on him and let's focus on him and i hope that 2023 will be an amazing year right an amazing year may we may we may we may we strive towards being honest with ourselves if you're not okay um don't try to be a hero only jesus can heal can be a hero don't try to struggle on your own that's my my story um you know you have people who love you that you can speak with that you can share with you know and 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 that can help carry you as well people that you can trust people that will speak life into your life um you know and that god's got your back you know let's be authentic let's be authentic and start now be authentic in your relationships be authentic with yourself be honest with yourself and show up authentically to people because honestly the world is already <sighs> yeah it's already messed up with fakeness and and stuff so yeah that's what i want to leave you with guys thank you so much i love you all all so much um keep well god bless thank you for listening thank you for sharing we will catch each other in the new year enjoy take care protect your dogs at what is that new year's eve protect them against the firecrackers and stuff but protect yourself let's catch each other again in the new year Alrighty, love you guys bye